shift your focus you're not a product developer you're not a software engineer anymore you're not a whatever you think you are creative artist whatever you're a marketer shift your focus not forever reinvent yourself just for six 12 months get good at marketing because then guess what you'll know enough to be dangerous to get it off the ground then you can bring in agencies teams and hire if you suck at marketing you're not even going to know if someone's good or bad you're not going to know so you have to know enough to be dangerous my name's rudy moore host of living the red life podcast and i'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week if you're ready to start living the red life ditch the blue pill take the red pill join me in wonderland and change your life what's up guys welcome back to another episode of living the red life today we're going to talk about why your marketing sucks and what i mean by that is why is it not working why is it frustrating here's the great thing about being a great marketer most of the time my marketing works sometimes it still sucks but i actually hit more wins than losses but that's obviously because i've been doing this 10 plus years i'm one of the best in the world i would say at social media marketing direct response marketing and I'm very fortunate to have that as a skill set, as a very powerful skill set. Now, obviously, I'm not here just to brag about my marketing skills. I'm here to help you. And, uh, you know, one thing that's important, too, is my marketing experience has been built over those 10 years, helping thousands of clients one on one. So I want to talk today about why your marketing doesn't work or why it sucks, <laughs> because the reason I want to do this today is if you can turn the, the tides on your marketing, it's going to be the most influential thing you ever do in your business, marketing and sales, right? Marketing and sales is the thing that's going to help take your business to new highs. Operational stuff can be fixed. Product issues can be remade. Uh, customer service can be improved, right? The one thing that will solve all of that is a lot of money. If you have a lot of money, you can bring in the right people. You can bring in consultants. You can hire better people. You can uh, move to a more expensive product, you can you change your manufacturer, you can improve your shipping speeds, you can improve the logistical operations of your business, you can pretty much you can hire a better customer service team. Everything revolves around the marketing and sales of your business. Now when we look at, and I've spoke about both a lot obviously, but when we look at marketing and sales, right, what comes first? Well, you can't have sales without marketing because sales is selling someone, whether it's a written sales page or a phone sales team or a live sales event, such as a physical in-person event or a webinar, right? That's how I kind of boil down sales as a big picture for today. But how does that exist without marketing? Because if it's sales reps phoning or taking inbound calls or ringing, if they have no leads, they can't do that. If you have a live event and zero people show up, you can't sell anything. If you have a webinar and zero people show up, you can't sell anything. And if you have a great landing page or sales process, maybe it's like an AI chatbot or it's a long form landing page or a VSL page, right? If you have that and no one reaches the page, how many do you sell? The answer is zero. Well done. So here's the thing about marketing. It's the, it's the foundation for what comes next, which is sales. And obviously the flip is also true. If you have great marketing, but then your sales team suck, or you have no way of closing the lead, um, then obviously there's a problem too, right? But most people don't get to that point. Like I literally, I help thousands of people and most of them don't say to me, Rudy, I have hundreds of leads a day. I can't manage them all. They're overflowing. They're asking to pay and I'm missing all the calls. And I'm, you know, I've got thousands of people hitting my website and my pages aren't converting and my appointment setters aren't setting. You know, I'm getting 400 inbound messages a day on Facebook and Instagram and I only have one appointment setter. He's missed. Like, I don't really hear that that often. 
often. I do occasionally with like big influencers and big brands, but very rare, right? It's like 95% of the time it's the marketing of really, I can't get leads, leads aren't qualified, I can't get people to my page, I have no followers, I have no traffic, my sales reps need better leads, I need more leads, right? It comes down to a marketing traffic thing. So understanding those two differentiators, but why both are important, but why marketing come fir comes first is the first part of today. It's the realization that if you don't put time into this, then nothing's gonna happen in your business. And I do a fun activity uh, with a lot of my clients. Um, and I just did this a couple of weeks ago. I said, hey, write down your entire week. And then tell me how, and this, and I did this with some of my 100K legacy clients. So my client's paying 100K, which, you know, if, if, if generally you could summarize as somewhat successful because they have $100,000 to invest in a mentorship program with me, right? Which most, <laughs> most people don't. So even with those people, I said, now write everything down and tell me how much of this is marketing. And it was generally like somewhere between five and 50%. The average is about 20% every time I do this activity. So think for a second in your own head, how much of your time per week is spent on like marketing? Okay, it's probably 20 to 50%, maybe even less. Now, if it's the most important part of your business and it's not optimized, I think it should be like 80%, right? Now, it shouldn't always be that way because eventually you're going to do crazy good marketing, then you're gonna need good sales teams, then you're gonna need better operations, then you're gonna need more fulfillment, then you're gonna need an exec team and a HR team and you're gonna have to work on culture, then you're gonna work on partnerships and expansion. Like that's the growth of business, right? But it happens in those stages. You can't, there's no point hiring a HR director and writing out your core values and planning how to build a world-class culture when you have two VAs in the Philippines, right? It's, it's, it's irrelevant. You don't need that stuff yet. So you have to focus on the right things at the right time. Marketing is the first thing. So first, um, one reason your marketing sucks, right? Let me get to the point here, is because you spend 80% of your time on the wrong stuff. And it's like saying, going to the gym, you say, Rudy, my biceps suck, my arms suck. I go, well, how often do you work out? Three times a week. How often do you work out your arms? One time a week. I go, well, there's why your arms suck, right? <laughs> that was back in my fitness days. I used to have those conversations. And then I go, you want bigger biceps? I go, yeah. I go, okay, go train them four or five times a week, and then let's see how well your biceps do. And of course, you've got to do the right types of workout and eat well and have enough protein, blah, blah, blah. But it's the same with marketing. So yes, you need to do the right type of marketing too, right? Because if you go to the gym and run five times a week, your biceps won't grow. If you go and start working 80% of the time on marketing and your copy sucks and your strategy sucks, you probably won't do very well either. So you have to pair effort and intent, right? Effort and intent with direction and strategy. So doing, being very purposeful and putting enough effort into it and then combining that with strategy, okay? So first thing, that is the first thing and that simple change, I know it sounds kind of bizarre, you were probably imagining me teaching you this headline trick or something, but that isn't the case. In life, it's, it's the fundamentals, like I always say. So in life, it's like shift your focus. You're not a product developer. You're not a software engineer anymore. You're not a whatever you think you are, creative, artist, whatever. You're a marketer. Shift your focus, not forever. Reinvent yourself, just a six, 12 month. Get good at marketing, because then guess what? You'll know enough to be dangerous to get it off the ground, then you can bring in agencies, teams, and hire. If you suck at marketing, you're not even gonna know if someone's good or bad, right? You're not gonna know. So you have to know enough to be dangerous. So figure out your marketing, put the time and energy there, and then eventually delegate, right? That's the first lesson. Other reasons your marketing sucks. 
a lot of people, let's go from the top. So a lot of people talk about the offer. Alex Amosi, a friend of mine, became very, uh, made this very famous and sexy in the last few years with one of his books, right? But this is something that marketers like me and famous other marketers, we've known for many years, right? I realized this probably 10 years ago, and there's obviously people more experienced and even older than me that have been talking about this for 30 years. Now, what this means and boils down to is how do you position your brand? How do you position your product? How do you get very clear on what your product delivers, stands for, and does versus what the client wants, okay? Or the customer wants. And in this world of internet marketing and digital marketing, offers are often seen as a promise, right? So a big promise might be how to get 30 leads a day with AI, okay? Or it might be how to, lose, how, to get, how to double the size of your bicep in 27 days, right? Or it might be how to find the love of your life in 30 days. Or it might be how to revive a dying relationship in 27 days, right? So there's a lot of that these days because people are starting to learn about it and people like Alex Hamozzi are creating books and stuff teaching this big promise result thing, okay? Now, the offer isn't always as simple as that. Like before everyone started to learn this stuff, Think of brands, right? Like e-commerce brands. What is Louis Vuitton's offer? It's not buy this handbag to turn heads and get more Instagram likes and look like you're rich and successful, right? But that's kind of what it delivers. So Louis Vuitton doesn't have a direct headline if you go to the Louis Vuitton website that says that. What Louis Vuitton has created is a brand that resonates with people so people are clear on the outcome. And it's doing it without having to write this big sexy headline that's bold and with some big promising guarantee. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. I'm just saying it's gonna be different for every type of brand, okay? So as you grow your brand, your brand will start to create uh, feelings and emotion and intention and uh, communities and all of those things that people desire in, a core, in our core DNA. So you have to understand what your brand stands for. You have to understand what the offer is of your brand, the unique selling point of your brand, and how to position it. That is one fundamental reason why most people's marketing sucks, because they either don't have that, it's not clear, and if it is clear, sometimes what they're actually promoting just isn't sexy, even though they think it is, and they don't know what their audience wants. And most of the time, when I work with people, they kind of have pieces of it, but it's like you go to the homepage, and I'm like, okay, you just told me all this great stuff. Show me the homepage. I can't, where does it say any of this? It's like some airy, fairy, fluffy stuff, right? So it has to be, if you're gonna have these clear promises, guarantees, et cetera, unique selling points, make it third grade level and obvious. Most of you aren't Louis Vuitton. So if you're not a Louis Vuitton brand, you can't have a nice picture of a handbag. I was uh, filming my TV show last month and we had to explain this to one of the participants because they didn't understand that, right? Until you get to Louis Vuitton level 50 years from now or 10 years from now, you have to sometimes be more third grade level, right? You know, so Louis Vuitton's third grade level is what I said. Buy this handbag to look sexy, to get more Instagram likes, and to look like you're wealthy and turn heads, right? Um, so you have to sometimes boil it down to a third grade level. So no, um, kind of the second part, like I said, is the offer creation, unique selling point, and being clear in the outcome and what your brand and product actually stands for. That's kind of like a foundational thing, because if that's off, Everything else in your marketing is kind of off because of it. It's kind of like the brand story and identity, right? Like what they teach more in a corporate or university or college or whatever. If that's just not right, then everything's going to be kind of skew with. 
Next thing is traffic. We talk a lot about traffic because it sounds, again, it's so obvious to me, but most people don't pay attention to it. So ask yourself this question. How much traffic did I get to my website yesterday? How much did I get? How much traffic did I get to my website a month ago? Most people don't even know. I'm like, how are you tracking your business and monitoring it if you don't even know how much traffic you're getting there, right? So first thing to do is understand how much traffic you've got. There's a very clear and direct and obvious correlation. If you own a restaurant and you get 100 people come to the restaurant window and look at the menu in the window and they look through the glass and they look what it looks like inside and how busy it is, they are making a decision. Now, out of those 100 people, if 25 of them come in and they ask for a table and sit down, you have a conversion rate now, right? One in four are coming in. It's 25% rate conversion rate. So 100 people come to the window and 25 come in. That's a very simple, basic metric that if you own a restaurant, you probably want to know, right? And if you don't get 100 people coming to your window and you don't get 25 people coming in over the course of a night, right, then you have a problem. If you only have five people come to the window and then you ask yourself, why am I not making any money anymore? It's very obvious. It's like, hey, you're not making any money anymore because you've got 20 times less people come into the window. 20 times less, that's a massive amount. So how could you make the same money as 100 people when 25 came in? Now you have five people. At best, you can get five people in. But statistically, based on the conversion rate we just talked about, you'd get one and a half people in, right? 1.25 to be exact, which is one person. So you have to understand these basic metrics because, look, if you have a business, a product, a service, and you're getting seven people to your website every day, tell me how you're going to make money. Tell me how you're going to get a ton of leads. Tell me how you're going to get a bunch of sales calls. It's physically impossible, physically. And I always teach my members, I say you don't have a money problem, you have an attention problem. Most of the time, if you had more attention on your brand and more traffic, the rest would take care of itself as long as you've got a good process. If you've got a good upsell process and sales process, then all you need is the attention and traffic, right? So figure out how do I get more traffic? How am I monitoring my traffic? How do I become obsessed with it? And this is why I became good at paid ads. Why? Not because I woke up one day and said, I want to master paid ads. So never did, in my head did I think that. I said, I made a realization early in my 20s because I learned a lot and read a lot of books and podcasts and I'm very logical and strategic. So in my head it clicked one day that, hey, if I can control how many people I can promote to, then I can be successful in any, promote, any product or thing I sell. I just made this realization, right? Kind of like a realization of, hey, if I go to the gym, I will be healthier and fitter than if I don't go to the gym, right? And if I wear a seatbelt in my car, I'll be safer than not wearing the seatbelt in my car. I just made this realization one day. So make the realization today that a big part of your business success will be how many people know about you, how many people see you, and how many people come to your website, how much traffic you get. Obsess over it and then go away and figure out how do I promote my business? What are all the best ways to get traffic? And I'll do an, I can do another episode on that. You got YouTube, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got TikTok, you got influencer shout outs, you got radio, you got TV, you got email. It's just never endless. You got billboards, right? You got banners on other people's websites. You got ads across all those social platforms. You got celebrity endorsements. You got magazines. You got TV. You got everything, right? I just listed 15 ways to get traffic. So, which one are you going to start with? Pick one, two, or three and start playing around with them. The reason I pick ads is TV's hard. 
I don't want to try radio. I don't think it's broad enough to reach everyone I want. I don't want to go and have to plan a billboard and pay $20,000 in a three-month contract and wait a month for it to go up and go live, right? And I don't want to just do organic on social media because if I'm starting out, I have zero followers. So that's why, to me, paid ads becomes a more obvious first step. Right now, some people that do a lot of organic and have a massive following will say organic's better, but that's because they have a massive following, right? If you took them back ten years and I said, "Go make," you have no followers, go make a bunch of money. They they can't do it, right? They had to spend the years growing their organic, and now they make a bunch of money, and now they think, "Well, because my organic's big, now I'm making a bunch of money." Organic kills it. Yeah, it does in hindsight. Five years later. But you had five years of building it first when you weren't selling your products, you didn't know all this stuff. So you have to understand where you're at and where's the easiest place to start with getting traffic. Next thing, why does your marketing suck? Most of the time, you don't have a good Ascension model. Okay, Ascension model is how do you take someone from buying an initial product, buying more, buying again, and I call this the Apple model. And I say to my members this, I say how much Right, some of you obviously don't have Apple, I know. You have to tell me that, that you're not an Apple user and you have green text messages, we get it. But if you have green text messages or blue text messages, the same thing applies. If you're an Apple user, how much are you gonna spend on Apple products in your entire life? I'll give you five or 10 seconds. And if you're an Android user, how much are you gonna spend on Android-based electronics or Google-based electronics or whatever in your entire life? Okay, now wherever, whatever, your blue text or green text, right, doesn't matter. Most people with Apple are going to spend at least 20 grand. I've spent over 100 grand already because I have all these crazy expensive Red Macs. I have like 30 Red Macs in my office. I get a new laptop every year. I get a new phone every year. I buy all my family new phones. I have a bunch of laptops sat around because I have a laptop in every location that I go to. I have iPads. So I've already spent way over 100 grand. But even a normal person, probably at least 20 grand, right? Maybe 50 grand. So Apple has a great Ascension model and ways to cross-sell you and upsell you. And guess what? You install the app, and then you go on the App Store and buy apps. They get 30% of that too, right? And then you, the list goes on, right? You've got Apple TV subscription now. They get that money. iTunes get that money too, right? Now, even any brand, right? Any big brand, Louis Vuitton. Most people that buy a Louis Vuitton handbag buy more than one Louis Vuitton handbag over their life. People that buy from a grocery store, okay? Target or Walmart. How often do you go to Target or Walmart? A lot of people shop in that same grocery store for 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life, okay? So all the big brands have what's called an Ascension model, a way to upsell, right? And cross-sell and keep you as a customer. Most small brands don't have that. They sell one product, and, and look, there are outliers that grow massive companies with one viral product, I'm not gonna lie. But most of us don't, it's like the viral influencer, right? The Jake Pauls or the Kardashians of the world. It doesn't apply to 99% of us, right? Most of us have to build these Ascension models where we have multiple products, multiple ways people can stay with us and grow with the company and spend more money with the company over time. Why is that important? Because the more you make per customer the lifetime value, the more you can spend to get the customer. Then you can do more promotion, which means want more traffic. And when you get more traffic, it 
equals more leads and people and more buyers. You see how it becomes a continuum. Now you've got more buyers and you're making more money per buyer because you built your model, business model like Apple. So then you're going to spend even more money on traffic and now you're spending even more money on traffic. So now you have even more customers and boom, before you know it, you're a big company. That's how it works, okay? So next reason marketing, your marketing sucks is you don't have more than one product to sell and you don't promote all your other products properly and make them buy all the products, right? You want to get them to buy all the stuff. <laughs> That's what it boils down to, okay? Now, the next reason your marketing sucks is you don't have a brand. Five years ago, I wouldn't have said this. Now I'm saying this. Now I have a big brand. Why? Because the writing was on the wall for me. I saw into the future. I saw, wow, these personal brands are taking off. Mr. Beast, Kardashians, all these influencers. I started working with influencers probably eight years ago. And I started realizing I like worked with some influencers and made like half a million, a million dollars for them running their stuff and I'm like, holy cow, these people just literally did nothing. They partnered with me, I ran all, built all their stuff, made a bunch of money and I just saw the writing on the wall. So I've now built a brand and nowadays, more, way more than ever, way more than five years ago, people wanna do business with brands, people wanna do businesses with people, people wanna identify to a group, right? Um, there's water companies, Liquid Death built a $700 million company selling canned water just because it's got a bit of a community, tribe, different feel and buzz to it, right? So every company can build a brand, okay? If you can can some water up and create a $700 million company out of it, I believe every single one of you can build a brand that stands out, a brand that grabs attention, a brand people want to be part of, okay? Whether it's a personal brand, Grant Cardone, everyone wants to hang out with Grant Cardone, be a 10Xer, he fills stadiums with events, people come and pay him, I know I have friends and other clients that pay him 150 grand to have four 30 minute sessions a year with him, four 30 minute sessions, because he built a brand, okay, he might not be able to teach anything different, and I'm not saying he can or can't, I love Grant, I'm friends with him by the way, but I'm not, he, someone else could maybe teach similar things for half the price. Why, why people can buy a handbag for $50 or $5,000, right? Why? Because of the brand. It's the same thing, right? You look at Lamborghini and Ferrari. You're not buying that because you need to go and drive to the grocery store. Guess what? Most of the drivers of those cars don't go to the grocery store. And I talked about that on another episode, why you shouldn't ever go to the grocery store. But that's, you go watch that episode too. So, Buy, build the brand that people want to spend a lot of money, right? Because build the Louis Vuitton of your business, build the Grant Cardone of your business, build the Lamborghini or Ferrari of your business, build a brand that people want to be part of and a brand that stands out, guys, okay? So there's four fundamental reasons, four key reasons your marketing sucks. I really wish you could just fix all these because I want you to be successful and I know you would be way more successful if you're obsessed on these. And guess what? When you're more successful and your business is healthy and growing and you're getting lots of leads and stuff, now you have more money not only to give me but to pay for employees and to pay for product development and to do all these cool things and maybe to pay yourself more so you can earn a lot of money and have a good life and give some to charity and support your family and live in a nicer house and to be able to pay an assistant so you don't have to go to the grocery store ever again, which, like I said, you shouldn't be going to the grocery store if you're listening to an entrepreneur. So guys, that's it for me. Please don't let your marketing suck this year. I know that if it doesn't suck, you can change lives, you can impact the world, and you can build something amazing, which is what I want for you. Until next time, guys, keep living the red life, and I'll see you soon.